once again, and welcome to the Pop Rewind Podcast, brought to you by poprewind.com. My name is Lee, and with me is... Linz. And we talk about things on this podcast. Sometimes. Really? Do we really have discussions on here? I wouldn't say discussions. I would say information unloading. Or maybe you could say it's kind of like an information super highway. Whoa, let's not get out of hand here. Whoa, you know, I think that might be a perfect segue into discussing today's topic. What are we going to talk about on this podcast? It's funny you should ask. We are going to talk about a topic very near and dear to both of our hearts, early interneting. I've actually written Valentine's cards to early interneting before. That's how near and dear it is to my heart. That is romantical. Every February, I'm just like, early internet, be my Valentine. Well, I mean, the internet was a very different place in the mid-90s or so when, you know, this is the time period we're referring to as early interneting. I'm casting a net for you, Valentine. Oh, you're still going with that. Oh, all right. (laughs) So let's just start off with the clip here. We're going to play. This is kind of how people saw the internet, I guess, in the early, early days. This is from like the early 90s. So we're just going to play this for you here. Uh, internet service provider here in Dallas, Texas. And well, wait a minute. For, before you say that, you, you've got to tell us before we look at this video, what is an internet? Would you mind just you know sharing that with us for, for, the, for the four or five people that don't know what an internet is, would you tell us? Um, the internet obviously is the uh, uh, nationwide network of networks communication. And to this day, more than 60% of the traffic on the internet is email. So it's value-added service and the blending of the technologies that you were referring to. And everybody eventually in this country, will everybody be somehow hooked into an internet in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Uh, if we have anything to do about it, yes, I will. <laughs> well put. So, back in the day, what did you think the internet was? Well, when I first heard of the internet, it kind of came as part of the new computer we had gotten. So it was like, oh, and we've got a new computer, and it comes with this way to send electronic mail. And I'm like, I don't even like to write actual letters. And now I'm like, yeah. going to be obligated to do this just to justify the new family computer? Not too interested. Wow. Yeah. So that was like your AOL? Yeah, early days of AOL. And I feel like in the very early days, there wasn't much you could do with it. It was sort of like you turned it on. And maybe there were like some keywords, but, (laughs) you know, in terms of actually browsing, and maybe it just took me a really long time to figure out, but I feel like it might have even been like another two years or something before I figured out, oh, websites. I think you were on the internet a year or two before I finally joined up. But my first experience, my dad was just like, oh, my friend has the internet at his house. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. So he went over. He's like, oh, give me a topic. And at the time, I was, as I still am, obsessed with Ren and Stimpy. So let's look up Ren and Stimpy. So we looked through, you know, like the one website about it. And it had this FAQ. And so my dad's friend, like, printed out the entire FAQ for me. I took it home and I would like study it and it was like such a thrill. How do you pronounce FAQ? I just say FAQ. But in your head when you read it? I say FAQ. Really? Yeah. I say it as fact. Is that like, is that the thing? Is this like a GIF GIF thing? I have no idea. In my head, I've always just read it as fact. Hey, Twitter, let us know. How do you say FAQ? 
fuck? Oh, they're all gonna write back. Dang it! With the letters F A and Q, and we're gonna be like, "See, we we're both right." <laughs> okay, I guess that doesn't translate very well. No. <laughs> but also, um, after you know, I went online for the first time at my dad's friend's house. He gave me this book. It was like geared toward twelve-year-olds, which I probably was at the time, and it was what you should know about the internet. So it went through Usenet and it went through all the different smileys showing you like you could have a smiley face with a nose or not a nose. Like this is relevant information. That totally like blew your mind at the time too, didn't it? It did. I'm like, whoa, it does look like a smiley when you kind of turn your head a little. We were both pretty early adopters to the internet. I got mine, uh, it's probably early nineties. And, um, it was several years before I even really knew other people with a computer it was very yeah early that was a weird thing point. too yeah i remember like people would come over to to my house to type things and then yeah. <laughs> you know you you're just like hey that's wasting a lot of ribbon from my dot matrix printer go do your homework at the library Right? I felt like, I kind of felt like we were the library, but with snacks. But it is weird, uh, thinking back, I mean, we were both of a time where we had done projects with actual encyclopedia, like you would have to go to the library or, you know, uh, own a set of encyclopedias we, we and physically look up. But then by the time I hit high school and university, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's see what Wikipedia has to say about my paper. Yeah. Have you ever Googled encyclopedia on Wikipedia? That'll kind of mess with your head. Will it break the internet? It kind of goes into this weird uh, encyclopedic loop. Does it really? No. Oh. <laughs> it's like one of those choose-your-own-adventure books that says turn to page 48, and then you turn to page 48, and it's like turn to page 21, turn to page 48, turn to page 21, and then it just never ends. Three hours later, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. People didn't know what the internet was, really. Like, you'd describe it to them, and friends would come over, and... The only thing they ever wanted to do was like go into chat rooms and just make people angry. And I'm like, this, you know, yeah. this isn't fun. I can actually do a keyword. I can go to like AOL keyword Coca Cola. And now we're like looking at Coke. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were kind of early trolls. Yeah. That was like people's native instinct, right? It was just go into chat rooms. But they, they realize everybody's in these chat rooms for the same reason. So there's, yeah. there's no fun to it. It's just a bunch of random arguments. Or you would have those friends that didn't really understand the internet and didn't understand why you would want to be on the internet. Yeah. I had a lot of friends who were like, why don't you go outside? Why don't you play? What are you going to do with computers? Yeah. You have friends on the computer? Really? You Why do you want to email? Why do you need your own email address? You want to stay what connected do you even do? to things? Stay connected to what? Is it sticky? Yeah. It's a web, isn't it? I mean, I had friends in high school. So this is, I don't know, like 2000 or so that were not on the internet, couldn't see the value in it, would never go on it. But now they're the same people that are all over Facebook posting 8 million pictures of their kids every day. Yeah. It's funny. I think the whole culture has actually shifted um, from maybe people like you and I that use the internet and were, you know, let's face it, kind of nerdy and growing up, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's be honest here. (laughs) And now suddenly it's like everybody's online. Comic books are cool for everybody. And it's like, well, hey, you know, I'm I'm all in favor of this because these are things I like. But, you know, it's a little 
one. Maybe you could have been my friend back in the day. Yeah. You know? you know? It's weird. It is. I remember I used to get a lot of grief for liking the Beatles when I was younger. And people were like, why don't you listen to something modern? Like the Spice Girls. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. That'll endure. <laughs> and now it's like, it's cool to like whatever. It's just such a different time. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, both good and bad. I mean, I'm all for it. But at the same time, it is kind of... I can see where people would be annoyed with that. Yeah, a little bit. Now, um, you know, something about the internet is it's like mainstream culture didn't get it. So I remember watching an episode of Ghost Rider where there were supposed to be like computer hackers or Ghost Riders going through time via a modem somehow. I don't know. Okay. And it just showed like this magical world where he was in like you know this early 90s computer generated computer universe with like motherboards <laughs> flying by oh my god <laughs> or uh like which the- was my experience uh with the internet yeah people are like are you on the internet is it like lawnmower man i'm like it's totally like lawnmower man <laughs> can you imagine yeah it it was but unfortunately it was more like the lawnmower man super nintendo game and less like the movie so yeah. Wah, wah. So there was the I don't know, it was it was almost like the tunnels that Bill and Ted fly through when they're time traveling. I'm like, I don't think my computer does that. Uh no. the movie Hackers, I think, had the same thing going on. And that was a movie that was like supposed to be about hackers. And I'm like, well maybe let's pretend the internet doesn't look like that. Back in the internet early days, I know you and I had uh we became friends back then. And this was long before Google Hangouts and Skype, so we would have to use instant messengers to talk to one another. Well, from what I remember, we met online so long ago, there wasn't an instant messenger we could both use at first. And then, like, another year or two later, ICQ got really popular. And so we would chat over that with its, like, current affair sound effects and car honking noises. (laughs) And then... At some point, you could use um, AOL Instant Messenger without having an AOL account. So I think we started yeah. using that. And that it, was a little easier. But you know what's interesting? I think these things have kind of fallen by the wayside, and that maybe like chat rooms and you know instant messaging is kind of gone. And we have text messaging now, which feels like it should be better because it's so immediate, and you can just have your phone with you all the time. And hey, friend, what's going on? But you don't really get into deep conversation via text message. Well, when you're, when you're texting, you're usually out to dinner or something and, right. you know, doing something else. But if you're actually sitting on your computer typing out responses, waiting for the response to come in, typing back, it was a little more engaging. You're right. Engaging is the key here. I, you know, you used to sit yeah. online for five hours and be engaged in a conversation. Yeah. And, uh you know, I'm sure we had plenty of great discussions about, like, you know, Nintendo 64 and uh, <laughs> our favorite bands at the time and Surge or something. But probably, you know, we don't have such great discussion over text anymore. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll load up ICQ if it's still around and reconnect one of these days. Oh, but it is kind of strange, too, because a lot of people will use uh, Facebook for keeping in touch and everything. And I don't know, I, I kind of see Facebook as the next MySpace, but where you were on MySpace, you would kind of connect with random people who had similar likes to you. Right. 
So if you like the same band, you would add them to your MySpace and make new friends. But more like with Facebook, you don't add people you don't know. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting how the community online has changed because we used to kind of have to pick our residence on the internet. Do you remember this? <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah, on on GeoCities, you would choose what your neighborhood and your street address and your, your street number or something. How would that work? Yeah, you would uh, if you wanted to get a free GeoCities website with like all 2 megabytes of storage space. That's like four animated would- gifs. Oh my god, that's so many. You <laughs> you would have to like dial up to your 14.4 modem. Go on geocities.com. Yeah, you would pick, like, there'd be different neighborhoods for different topics. So if you did, I don't know, a Sailor Moon website, you would go to Tokyo Springs, and then you'd pick your address. Which and then you totally you would, just you know, guessed. That's not off the I top just, of your head. Thin air. Pull it out of thin air. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> you would pick your address and then hope by the time everything loaded that someone else didn't, like, come in and take it from you. And did they? Many times. So you'd have to go through the process again. And again, this is way back when you were on dial-up. So it would take forever to get your two megabytes. Yeah. It's it's funny how different... Even email used to be very hard to come by. Like, we're so spoiled yeah. these days. You know, like Gmail accounts, live accounts, whatever. And um, back then it was like, ooh, let me sign up for this random company that's offering like a megabyte of email space. Ooh, I can have up to 80 emails at one time here. And Yeah, because uh, I think Hotmail was the first one. And I think that one, again, gave you two megs. And I would actually use, I would sign up for a bunch of free Hotmail accounts to get more free GeoCity space. <laughs> Sorry, that. GeoCities. Oh, and why isn't it around anymore? Uh, but yeah, I would. I think I still have a couple Hotmail ones that I, for some reason, have not closed. But I kind of begrudgingly go in and check them every once in a while. See, I would always try to find the most obscure ones. So I remember there was one I had that was like kind of a long name, and I was really bummed when they said they were going to be closing. And I sent them a letter, and I was like, "I'm going to miss this email account. It was it was such a great service," and they. Uh, sent me a letter opener in the mail that was shaped like a floppy disk. <laughs> so for years, I was just like opening mail with this floppy disk. I think I got. A- I-, I like the the idea that an email company would send you an actual physical letter opener. Right. That kind of. I think that said a lot metaphorically. Right. Oh my god! What email provider was that? I believe it was My World Mail. My world mail. Yeah. All right. That is kind of obscure. As far as I know, I don't know. I was all over Hotmail at the time until Gmail was invented. Yeah, I think that's pretty much where everybody is these days. Yeah. Until you occasionally like work with somebody who has an AOL or a Hotmail account and you're like, hmm. Yeah, you kind of give them the side eye and be like, oh, honey, they make Gmail now. Yeah, you're like, hmm. So let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about how we used to connect to the internet. Um, let me let very me, slowly very slowly let's see if this sound effect rings any bells for you see if you can identify this <laughs> realistic internet sounds welcome goodbye no yeah 
Do you remember that? Like you'd, oh, you'd spend all up. afternoon trying to sign in via your dial-up modem, and it would kick you off like the second you got in. Sometimes. Oh my god! Well, yeah, especially if your mom picked up the phone or. Yeah, you could hear that through your modem. Like if somebody in the house picked up the phone and be like, "Hello, are you on the internet?" And it's just like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, it did not take us very long to get two phone lines after yeah, <laughs> after that. That was a pretty easy sell. Um, because between me, my dad, and my uncle, someone was always online. Yeah, yeah. And we had one computer to share, which... <sighs> I, I mean, kids these days, they all have their tablets and their phones and their laptops. They don't know what it's like. Back in my day, we had a giant box that only showed you 14 inches of image, and we liked it. We only had 14 hours a week to use, and I had to write down my hours. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Now the internet's, like, kind of unlimited. I mean, your speed can get throttled, but, um, you know, back then, you paid by the hour to be on the internet. My dad used to get so mad when I'd go over, because I would go over all the time. He's like, no, seriously, you have 14 hours. I'm like, that's adorable. And I would have to write it down. I'd be like, 30 hours? No, Lindsay, you did bad. (laughs) So, like, it's funny to think, you know, for the most part, when we were, like, scolded or grounded as children, it was because we were too nerdy. Yeah. And you're just like, no, I really want to seek this information and knowledge. This is why I'm on the internet. And maybe ICQ. talk to, yeah. <laughs> that was funny, too, because I was like, what are you doing upstairs? Get off the computer. I'm like, I'm doing homework. Oh, okay. So anyway, Lee, what's going on today? How's it going? I'm talking to somebody yeah. in a different country. This is so out there. <laughs> I mean, doing my homework. Yeah. I'm learning about other cultures, Mom. That's why my AOL minutes went over this month. I swear. Yeah. Let me tell you about Canada. <laughs> They have something there called maple. Yum. Yeah. And uh, I remember people who didn't understand the internet and knew I was like into computers and, and whatnot. They would be like, oh, I got you some AOL disc. Uh, you get some free minutes. And, you know, the disc would say like, you know, free hour of AOL or whatever on them. I'm like, I can't add this. You're just buying. You're just picking up extra crap at the dollar store and handing yeah. it to me. I don't want this. And, um, you know, I, I feel like at one point I knew somebody who made an art installation out of a bunch of AOL discs. Like, they had been collecting them, and they, like, sewed them all together and made their wall AOL discs. That's got to be a thing. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a thing, doesn't it? It probably is. You know what? If we remember, we'll put a link in the podcast post about that. Yeah. that sounds pretty cool. That does sound cool. I'm sure, you know, a ton of people have done that one by now. If not, it's going to be very shiny here in a few weeks <laughs> yeah. i'll dig out my old cds and discs yeah there were others you know i remember um for a while you probably remember this i switched to another internet provider that didn't have like a built-in chat room and i could never figure out how to like connect with the world again so i just had basically just had email for a while and the email browser couldn't support any kind of background image so every website was gray with black text and it didn't support most images. So wow. it was just like it was like the world had been stripped away and I was very isolated and alone for like a year until I was able to convince my uh my family to switch back to probably AOL at the time. Oh my god. Yeah. It was it's like budget internet. It was a scary world, really. It was like the Terminator future. 
no-name dystopian internet. Yeah, John Connor showed up and hacked it with an Atari. <laughs> it was pretty cool, just like in the movie. How were computer classes for you in school? Because you already had one at home. Yeah, I, I guess I was kind of on top of my class for those sorts of things. Because even in grade school, I mean, I would have, I had a Commodore 64, I had the Tandy Coco. We always had some kind of computer, so I was always typing and playing games and whatever. So when we did uh, typing class, I, I don't know what it's called over there. We had Almina, I think it was called. I don't even know what that means. Okay, I don't remember if it stood for anything, but it was just kind of like where you'd place your key, uh, your hands on the keyboard and do your typing. Oh, we call it home So row. I was... Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Hobro, Alvita, whatever. Um, I was always really good at it. And they would put like a cloth over your hands. So like you couldn't look at the keys and I would still be like, beep, blop, blop. And I would be awesome at it. But even going beyond that, in high school, we had data processing where we learned how to use Microsoft Office. And this was an actual class. And I'm like, I've opened Excel before. I know how to use this program. Did you find the hidden games? In the office suite? No. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Yeah. I found out there were, like, like maze games or pinball or something hidden in there. Pinball? Yeah. I know there was, like, a pinball game you could play. No, there was one, like, hidden in there if you, like, hit a certain combination of keys or something. Oh, man. You're a master at this. You must have just, like, floored people more so than I did. I was very, very bored in those kind of classes. I re- remember... Um, I think probably in my third or fourth typing class throughout my schooling, you know, I kind of had it down by then, you know, had a computer, grew up with a computer, kind of knew. And to teach us to type, the guy would stand at the front of the room with an overhead projector and he'd pull this sheet of paper down just a little bit and he would say, all right, today we're learning the letter A. And then he pulled down a sheet a little more. So... We're going to type A, A. Oh, my God. A. My high school space. typing teacher would do that. That's the big one at the bottom. Oh, my a. God. A. And it's, this was, like, my nightmare. Every And he knew I, like, didn't need this. So, like, when you weren't supposed to have, like, CD players and stuff in school. You remember that? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, he would just kind of be like, eh, you got your whole work done for the week in five minutes you're good <laughs> it's it is bizarre how they would make you take typing classes every year i know it was just it was brutal they're like computers are big and i was like showing t- like teachers how to delete files like that was something they didn't know how to do wow or we had um we had like oregon trail on the like intranet at the school so you could play with people in other classrooms but it had no way to identify who was getting on the game. So you'd get in there and you'd be like, what clash do you in?" And then you type in all caps, like, you know, Mrs. Smith is a total jerk bag. And then they'd get in trouble and you'd sign off. And no, <laughs> That's awesome. Nobody would ever know. Yeah. It was the good old days. Uh, we didn't have that. Well, we had our own. Well, I'm from Ontario. We had our own icon computers. And you can read about that on Pop Rewind. But we didn't have it so you could, like, talk to anyone else. See, that's so sad and isolating. Almost like you used a third-party internet service provider for a year. Aw. Oh, no, that was me. <laughs> you poor thing. You survived. But do you think they t- do they even teach typing anymore in schools? 
And or do you think they go? They must teach like programming instead of typing at earlier levels. I think some schools have kind of wised up, and now they teach maybe like Photoshop or something. Oh, that would like, have been real helpful. I know, right? Like real, you know, just stuff people are actually going to use, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably knowing some of the advanced features of like the Office Suite would be good. Like how to make a PowerPoint. That's, I think yeah. everybody should know how to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do they just say, all right, pull out your phones. We're going to learn to text today. They're already on their phones, kids these days. Yeah, I know. It's funny how they can have that stuff now. And it was like CD players were a crime. You'd listen to your CD player at lunch, like on your break. And they would I remember would my fussy. friends had pagers. I would have to hide them. You really knew somebody with a pager? I went to high school in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that would actually happen outside of movies like Clueless. Oh, no, we all had, well, I didn't have a pager, but a lot of my friends had pagers, and, you know, you could call, and you would type in your message, and so I was like, oh, I have to talk to Samantha. Well, it's really important, but it's not really, because we're in high school, so you would press, like, 911, and she would call you back right away. (laughs) Did did I tell you I had a pager? Did you really? Yeah. I guess you didn't know this. (laughs) It, uh... You never gave me your pager number? I'm offended. Sorry. It was, it was hot pink. And uh, when you opened it up, there was bubblegum inside. And it was kind of amazing. And it was so much better and cheaper than everybody else's. And tastier. I had this CD once that was, uh, it was actually gum. And I think I got this at Kmart. And it said ZZ Pop. Oh, my God. And then you open up the, it looks like a CD case. It is a CD case. You open it. And inside, instead of a CD, it's a circle of gum. And I took one bite out of it and closed it. And I found it like 10 years later. (laughs) There was this gum with like my teeth marks from when I was a kid. It was... For before you had braces. Yeah. (laughs) It was a rough scene for a while. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. So what's some of the technology you don't get today? So much. Well, okay. A few things that I... I can't seem to get my head around Tumblr or Reddit. Reddit, I can kind of navigate in a way. Like, I see the value in that. But Tumblr, I'm totally lost. Like, the whole reblogging thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't see the point. It, it seems like a bunch of animated cat gifs is my experience. Humor has changed on the internet. Yes. I, um, I was going through an old hard drive, um, you know, a year or two ago. And I looked at the funny pictures I had saved on there, and it was just like a lot of photos that were either bad photoshops or, you know, just caught at the right moment of awkwardness. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's what humor used to be. And now everything's like the same picture with 20 different versions of the impact font over it. You know, like like Wonka meme. Like, that's the humor now. Yeah, all those memes. Yeah. I think that's why Neancat is so fun. It took me by surprise. That's quite a few years old, but yeah, it, it, I always smile when I see it. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan of Neancat. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll see but, somebody with a Neancat shirt, and I'm like, I get that. I'm not too old. I get that. <laughs> it makes us feel young again. Yeah. But what makes me feel old, as a segue, freaking emojis. What do you do with them i I don't know i like them that's the thing on the cell phone right yeah i mean it's okay to use them 
you know, if you're sending a text and you put like a happy face or whatever at the end or like a pile of poop that I sometimes use. But sometimes people will put full messages with just emojis. Oh, see, I like to pick the really ridiculous ones. Yeah, Um, that's why I like the poop one. Like, I think mine, yeah, it looks like mine has like pants and hats and castles and it's like when am i ever going to need to put the castle on but some people use it to send a message instead of just typing it out oh yeah that's what i don't get that's because they don't go to space camp that could be a possibility what about web tv i never used it um did you I used a knockoff of web TV once at a friend's house. Why do you have all these knockoff internet services? All right. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Pop Rewind podcast brought to you by... PopRewind.com. I've been Lynn, and you've been... Lee. No. Hey, wait. Ah, oh, you confused me. You. Ah. Ah. Uh, you can follow us probably somewhere on the internet, speaking of all the internet things. That's true. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Tumblr and SoundCloud. Where else are we? I don't know, but... Oh, Google+. Plus. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun time. And uh, thank you for listening to the Pop Rewind podcast. As always, keep on pop rewinding. Bye. Rewind.com. Rewind.